cool. Let's get this. Let's get this started. Welcome into the PHNX Rising Podcast, everyone. Appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, two teams took the f- pitch today. Uh, one team kind of played soccer. One team, you know. Here's the thing. I, I do want. I do want to point out. Defending Max. Defending. I do want. I do want to point out. Hey, hey, Rising, shut out Sacramento Republic, the top of the table Sac Republic. Shut them out in the second half, which is pretty remarkable. Max, but unfortunately, they can see it four. You don't need to make up half. these imaginary trophies, right? Okay. Yeah. The, we'll take the tro- we, we we'll shut take, out we'll Sacramento we'll Republic <laughs> for 45 minutes. After they we'll put you, we'll four take, on, on the exa- club. Exactly. The Phoenix, Phoenix Rising, second half champions of tonight's match. No, uh, Phoenix Rising fell joint four. N- yeah, joint, yeah, joint title of tonight's match. And Phoenix Rising fell 4-0 in tonight's match against Sac Republic. Uh, really, there is no other way to put this than an absolute abysmal showing from front to back, really throughout the entire first half, really in the entire match. But uh, first half was ugly. Um yeah, we had the pl- I had the pleasure of not seeing in person. I am Max Simpson. Owen Evans, you did have the pleasure, I guess, of seeing that in person. How you feeling, buddy? Yeah, pleasure, pleasure is, is we're saying word. that lightly. I'm not sure it's an <laughs> adequate description for what unfolded in yeah. front of me here yeah. at Heart Health Park today. But look, it, it's it's intriguing, right? Because I came mm-hmm. here I'm tired, right? I've got to be honest. People don't always look. I fly off in the morning of the game. So like this morning, you know, I'm on a flight out at eight in the morning. I was up early and then I'm working late doing this. I get to the end of the day. I'm tired. Phoenix Rising looked like they'd taken that 7, 8 a.m. flight this morning to be perfectly honest. The way they came out the gate in that first half. Look, yes, initially they create some chances. Great. But as soon as they concede a goal, it is just a comedy of errors from there on out. Look, this team... They're playing this game. This stadium, right, is effectively in the middle of the state fairgrounds. We've got a big Ferris wheel uh, around the back by there. We've got a monorail yeah. zipping around. We've got all other kinds of rides and flashing lights over by here. Yeah. This team looked like a circus act of sorts in that first half, the way that they were defending. Yeah. It was just a, a comedy of errors that really you look at and say, I don't know quite what to point to because everything. Yeah. Just everything was going wrong there. There was just no communication at times, it felt. There was bad judgment. And even in the second half, I think, look, Rising shut them out. Yes, I think they got lucky in some regards. I think they're actually quite lucky, to be perfectly frank, that Kevin Lambert's going to be available for selection on Saturday. I I think they're very lucky, quite frankly, that that happened. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, listen, I know that you saw Oppenheimer earlier today, and let's just say there was a lot more explosives uh, in that in that uh, two plus hours than there were in tonight's match. Uh, gosh, it was it was a tough one, right? It was it was just tough from so many different accounts. I, I think rising right. We've said at time and time again throughout the season that they've had a lack of ability to finish explosively in the attacking half, and they just keep on stalling out, but this was really a different level where I think we've seen times this season rising. Okay. Maybe they're going to stall in the attacking and maybe they're going to let some chances go defensively, but rarely have we seen such a complete team collapse like we saw today. And it just snowballed, right? You're thinking 20 minutes in Fede Varela has one off the crossbar. You think, Oh, maybe there's a little momentum. Maybe there's something to glean from this. And then I don't know if they forgot how to clear the ball or if they were, just letting sack dribble 40 yards unabated, but it was just typical errors that you see in the fundamentals of Sunday league growing up. This is not a professional team should be making these type of errors. And again, we keep saying time and time again, we are beating a dead horse at this point, but once again, rising makes the errors you just cannot afford to make at this level. 
Right, but here's the thing. Normally, Phoenix Rising goes into these games. They make one or two defensive mm -hmm. errors that they have to pay for. They make those kind of errors. Sorry, there's a lot of noise going on behind me. I'm not quite sure. That's okay. Right That's but, okay. Um, it, it, they make those handful of errors, one or two, whereby you go, okay, look, it's cost them. Especially on the road, it's hard when you go 1-0 yeah. down, you go 2-0 down. You're really letting your opponent get themselves into a position where they can bunker down sometimes. You do not go on the road and concede four goals in the first half to a team that has not won in over a month. You do not. You do not do that. And Phoenix Rising, to be honest, hasn't been doing that this season. There is a degree of beating the dead horse on those defensive areas. Yes, I agree with you, Max, but not to the extent, not to the... I, I mean, at half-time, I've got to be honest, you're just kind of sitting there and I'm thinking, what do I say? At that point, there weren't words, really, to describe it. It felt as though th there was just nothing that could be said. It was just that bad. It was, I genuinely think now, and this, this is truthful now, I genuinely think that it's possibly the worst half of football that I have ever, ever seen Phoenix Rising perform. I, I really do. I'm trying to think now of some, some comparisons. Um, anyone in the chat now, if you want to hop in, if you want to tell us about what kind of things, you know, you think maybe compare to that one, we'll get on to Fuenmayor. I see people are talking about it. I see people are talking about the Gallardo shot. We'll get on to some of the nitpicky stuff later on. Don't worry. I've got thoughts. I'm sure Max has got thoughts. And the chat definitely does have thoughts. But for now, chat, come on, just, just tell us if, if you can think of any alternative game that we could say is probably the worst half of football that we have seen in Phoenix Rising, since becoming Phoenix Rising, probably. I mean, Edward's yeah. saying losing to lights, but that, no, no, I think there's, that, the game is, is shocking, but that was not as bad as this. First half, this is Rowdy's last year. Yeah, the Rowdy's game was bad last year, to be fair. Can't lose like that at home. I I'll, I'll accept that as a valid comparison. Yeah, that was uh, that was brutal. That was, I mean, dude, I don't, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say to that one. I I don't think the light match quite measures up to this type of performance. I mean, when you go down, right? You when you think about it, the goals that were scored, what was that? A twenty-minute stretch where you have four in the back of the net, and it's not even well-earned goals. They were ones where, you know, first goal. Um, Failed to failed to clear the ball. Second one, let the let they let whip a ball in. Third one, guy goes unabated for forty plus yards. And then fourth goal, at that point, you're just letting them shoot from outside the box. It was calamity of errors where they just it, none of them. I think were you can safely say, hey, this was the better team who had our number, and wow, they really took it to us. It, it just looked like Rising was in slow motion. You can just see they were late to closing out. They were late to stepping stepping to the man and. There was just horrible marking with inside the box. It was something where, listen, we, we have given this defense credit a lot of the time throughout the season. We've had some pretty consistent performances for the most part, by and large, from, let's say, a Fuenmayar or for a Crutzen. But my word, when we have seen their errors pop up throughout the season, this is a hell of a time for everything to hit at once. You know what? That. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down before we get into – the Juan Guerra post game. We've got the full yeah. three and a half minutes of Juan Guerra speaking to myself and to Devin Henderson from uh, yeah. Rising Radio after the game. Uh, before we get into that, I do one thing. Let's just break down those four goals that were conceded. Goal sure. number one. 
I, I think I, I am pinning that one primarily on Alejandro Fuenmayor. Um, I think Eddie Manjoma also freezes, but you are looking at, quite frankly, a case of musical statues of sorts yeah. in the penalty area. <laughs> Just stop, put your hand up. No. Yes. Look, yeah. I, I, I always find, and this is seriously, I always find the whole appeal for offside by just stopping and putting your hand up hilarious because the Never assistant referee is going to give it if the assistant yep. referee thinks it's offside the assistant referee is going to give it he'll do you're it stopping and putting your hand up yep. ain't doing anything all right but what it has done in that case is it allowed the forward to get in behind there's no attempt there whatsoever to track that forward running in there and you give him a completely free header from that close to the goal that's going to yep. hit the back of the net 99 times out of 100 okay sure. It's it's pretty simple. You actually look at the XG figures when we'll we'll I'm sure talk about those later on. And it is predominantly the three three of the goals they scored. The other one was a bit more of a, a decent shot, even if there were hours that led to it. You look at goal number two, mm-hmm. utter miscommunication. I, I don't know oh, who gosh. quite to pin this on. Is it Fuenmayor? Yeah. Is it Rakovsky? Uh, both of them. You, you need to communicate. Rakovsky's coming out there. If he's coming out, you've got to get out there and get that ball. Yeah. Uh, Fuenmayor, you've got to shield that ball better. Um, yeah. And so it just bounces around and you've got to tap it. All right? So that's goal number I mean, two. The, goal number the, three. The, the, the attacker fell down as he was shooting that ball. Yeah. I mean, it was like there was plenty of chances to clear. But, I mean, even I saw on replay, uh, Eddie Majoma, he essentially backed, like, I'm not going to say he backs off, but he kind of puts a leg in there. It's like, if you have a guy who's coming at your goal, I don't care if he's falling down, you throw a body in there. You lay down that you block the goal whenever you need to do, and he kind of just puts a foot in there thinking, this is going to stop it. No, you got to do better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you've got the third goal where I think Alejandro Fuenmayor kind of half-hearted goes into a tackle and is doesn't get come up with anything whatsoever. Um, and then they take a shot, which admittedly it's a decent shot from distance, right? Fair enough, but hmm. And then the fourth goal, Daniel Crutzen's just beaten. Just beat yeah. all ends up. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the, the four goals that Rising conceded, I think. We've broken those down. And you know what? Before we before we move on too far, should we just take the Juan post-game interview now? Do it. Rip the bandit. Let's do it. Let's take this full Juan Guerra post-game interview. So Juan, just overall first thoughts. We need to apologize to our fan base, uh, to everyone that supports and follows our organization. Tonight doesn't represent our ambitions. Tonight doesn't represent the way we want to do things. We need to make sure that we turn this around. Uh, Thankfully, we can turn the page quickly because we have another important game on Saturday night. But tonight, tonight just, it was not good enough. That first half, is that possibly the worst first half that you've seen this team play? Absolutely, yeah, it was. And listen, also it comes it comes about being clinical too. Before they scored the first goal, we had one too. Then when they scored the first one, we had another one to tie it, and we didn't. And then they got forward and, and did what they had to do. This is, this is a team that is doing big things well this year, and you can't allow them to get momentum, because when they do with their fans behind them, it becomes a very hostile place to be. We gave them way too many opportunities today. They took advantage of them, and you saw the scoreline. I saw Ale made a few mistakes on the first couple of goals. What were your thoughts about Individually, no one was good enough tonight. Individually, I wasn't good enough tonight. We need to make sure that we're better. Like I said before, we, we got to turn the page very quickly. We cannot let this affect us too much. 
sometimes you're just not going to be good. And this was one of those nights where just nothing goes your way. We turn the page very quickly and we make sure that we go again Saturday night. We have to stay strong. We will stay strong. We have a strong mentality and a strong character in our locker room. And I want to see how the boys respond on Saturday. What did you say to the boys at halftime? said that it was embarrassing that this performance doesn't represent who we are, that this performance doesn't represent the ambitions that, that we have, and they, they better come up in the second half and they show what, what is it that they want. I want to know what is it that they want, what is it that we are. We, we keep talking about consistency, and I just don't see it. So now we're going to turn the page, Saturday comes, and then hopefully we play a great game. But look what happened tonight. So it's I, I need to know where are we, where, where we at, where we are, what do we want to do. And also, it's, ultimately, it's, it's what, what do they want? How do they feel? So, again, we, we have strong mentality. We have strong character in the locker room and, and in the coaching staff. And I'm telling you, we're going to turn the page quickly and, and we'll turn this around. Well, what do you want to see from the team in the attacking third to kind of create more chances to get those goals in that you were talking about? When you're playing on an away field against a rival that defends very well and doesn't give away a lot of goals. I think in the first 12 minutes, we created two chances that one hits the crossbar and the other one is Manu Ortega on a 1v1 and he slits, he falls down. So it's, I mean, then we create another one after 1-1. One, one. So you create three clear chances within 20 minutes into the game. So we just have to be clinical and we have to make sure that when we create the chances, we put them away. How much pressure then this result and dropping points at home as well as closing the game prior put on the team for Saturday? We have to win on Saturday. There's just no other result than winning on Saturday. It's a good result for us. So we got to win on Saturday and then we have to win at home again. But listen, this we build the team for this. We build a team understanding that it was it was going to take time and it was going to be turbulent until you know I mean we, we find that consistency. And now I want to see just the character piece and also on the technical side, how do we bounce back? How do we bounce back? And we'll make sure that we're ready to go again because Monterey is doing things very well as well. We have to win on Saturday. Those are the words from Juan Guerra coming off of that. Yeah, man. I mean, I think we, we said it in yesterday's show that if you are able to take four points from these two road games, we consider that a success. And <laughs> your sure is not getting that after now. this match. It ain't happening now. So, yeah. Uh, not mathematically you know, possible. You know, man, I'm a, I'm certainly not trying to go down this dark road, but uh, it feels a bit of deja vu, especially around the time of Monterey Bay last year, where, uh, gosh, it kind of felt like a must win for that match on the road as well. Uh, it's just kind of eerie how, you know, a team what, with this was much intriguing. talent. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so if you're going yeah, to address that, what was intriguing, these games backed up against each other last year as well. <laughs> Wednesday at Monterey Bay, Rising went yeah. got a draw. Yeah. On, uh, on the following Wednesday, a week after, Rising came here to Heart Health Park and picked up a 1-0 win thanks to an Arturo yeah. Rodriguez goal. Obviously, yeah. they haven't won here this season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it, listen, it, it's not even trying to necessarily compare because it's very different teams still yeah. different circumstances i still think there's a sense of optimism and whatnot that there is still existing this season but it's just it's it's grim especially after performance like this i mean i do want i do want to shout out the chat before we go too much further right uh, everyone thank you guys for you know hanging with us right I, it's always funny right robert cox in the chat most active comment section all season tonight. I mean, yeah, man, uh, something like a loss like this is definitely going to get on as a fan. So it uh, appreciate everyone who is, you know, shooting their stuff, everything like that. Um, yeah. I mean, 
just seeing everyone in here, it's freaking fantastic. Going to pack, it's better not be, but we're going to be working hard on that. Uh, you know, it's just a polarizing performance, certainly. I mean, I think let's go on the numbers real quick, right, while we got it. Um, this was a, a tough performance from Rising, and the numbers pretty much backed that up pretty comprehensively. 04, uh, Rising losing to Sacramento with those first four first-half goals. XG 1.16 for Rising, 2.4 for Sac. Rising won the possession battle. There you go. That's a victory right there, guys. Um, yeah, 59% for Rising. Shots, uh, 9 for Rising, 12 for Sacramento. And then 2 on goal for Rising, 9 for Sac. A pretty darn clinical honestly pretty similar numbers uh the clinical aspect that rising had uh in a way against memphis so uh you know, kind of eerie the sport like kind of reflects that as well fortunately so just a tough tough showing for rising in a lot of different ways i mean man listen i know we're gonna break this down a little bit further on tomorrow's performance but i mean i, I think i'm just kind of at a loss of like where you kind of grapple from here i mean the defense incredibly shaky uh throughout the first half in so many levels but i think this one was this team was just late late to every stepping out late to creating any sort of transition and yes one reference is yeah there's three chances in the first 20 minutes but we have seen from this team it kind of seems a lot of the times like their chances are only going to come into that 10 15 20 minute spurts you need that sustained pressure for the entire match. And you can't just confine it to a 15, 20 minute stretch where, okay, cool. Now we're going to throw, you know, our attack at them. Max, I tell you what, right? Good, good points. Good points. My feet are going to sleep. Get, tell me about your night. What have you been doing? You've been having fun in Valley Taproom, haven't you? This freaking And then we'll break here. down the, well, then we'll break down the teams again. My feet have genuinely fallen asleep right now. That's fair enough. Yes, of course. We've been having a great time here at Valley Taproom. Don Man literally just fit air, air fist bumping right behind the bar. We've had two Watch parties here, U.S., Netherlands. One my bet there, no big deal. A little draw. I predicted it. I predicted a draw in this match. That certainly didn't freaking happen. But no, shout out Valley Taproom. Down was the man, uh, literally hooking us up with some lovely beers. Give me a second. Yes, delicious beers. All good stuff here at Valley Taproom. You guys already know, man. They got the trivia Tuesdays. Um, they have wine discounts today. They have specials all throughout the weeks. So they're always doing different things, whether it's beer pong. Beer pong is Saturday, as Donald said. Karaoke, they're always doing. They're doing all different types of things. It's a nice place out here. Again, this place is packed to the brim for both watch parties. Um, check it out, Valley Attack from Always a good time. They got food. You can bring your own. Yes, Devin in the chat. Max bought beers for people in Valley Attack Room. It is a fact. I did it. I owned up to. He did it. That I never. The promise that I never promised. I bought beers. I'm a man of the people. What can I say? Check out Valley Taproom. Yes, thank you, everyone. People are still here, by the way, at Valley Taproom watching this post game, which I don't know. Shout out to them. That's like, I don't know if they're torturing themselves or something, whatever. But people are still here. We're having a good time. Check out Valley Taproom on Instagram, at Valley Taproom. And check them out in person off of 202 in Gilbert. Great place to be. We certainly are going to look to be here again for more rising watch parties. And something we did enjoy when we were at Valley Taproom, Friends of Four Peaks. Friends of Four Peaks were here, giving away some nice swags, shirts, all of that jazz. A uh, few people even got some uh, beer, little samples and all that stuff. So shout out our Friends of Four Peaks, a little collaboration there with Friends at Valley Taproom. Of course, Four Peaks, you can follow them at Four Peaks Brew and Four Peaks Pub. And uh, yeah, check out all the great stuff they're doing there. But uh, again, you must be 21 years or, or older to enjoy responsibly. Oh my word, buddy. buddy, buddy. All right. 
All right. Yeah, we should we... Cry. I, do you want my player breakdown? This is where I'm going to start getting more controversial, maybe. Of course, of course. Before you do get a player breakdown, breakdown I, do, I, do, I do want to hit on uh, Heino. We do have to name a man of the match. And there is actually a very good candidate, right, for a man of the match. And, uh, I nominated the monorail, but I don't know who Max has given it to. He yeah, did you did nominate the monorail. You did go to the monorail. The monorail oh, yeah. in Sacramento it does move quicker than Rising's defense. Yeah, there's like a that monorail the... going around, and it goes like right <laughs> behind us here in the press area as well. Yes, yeah. no, that is the man of the match. But the I'm real the one goes to the, the real man of the match. I would nominate Valley Tapper as the man of the match. Two watch parties, unlimited good vibes. Okay, I, okay, Shane, uh, you know, producer Shane, I did not know this. He actually edited this to zero beers max paid for. That is a damn lie. I ran a freaking tab at this place with all the beers I paid for. And the man of the damn people, Mr. Shane Diefenbach, I'm going to have a word with you tomorrow. Uh, yes, shout out Valley Taproom, uh, not shout out Monreal. Anyway, yes, let's get into the serious talk about right. players. Uh, all Owen, right, if let's you will, start breaking roast things that. down. Roast let's start breaking things down. Alejandro Fuenmayor. Uh, we mentioned him quite a bit prior to this. I think he was someone who's incredibly error prone. I think it's something who, uh, someone who, quite frankly, even within this squad, could have been replaced even in the lineup today. Um, yeah. Someone who also played 90 minutes tonight. Now, my personal, to give to give an opinion here, I think if Phoenix Rising wants to get a better result on the weekend, to be honest, I would say that there's got to be a little bit of hope there that Alejandro Fuenmayor was left out for 90 minutes for the reason that the game was lost at halftime and uh, no point bringing someone on to replace someone if uh, you yeah. maybe drop them to the bench next game. Um, I think if he's sticking with the back four, I think there's a very good case to be made for the fact that Alejandro Fuenmayor should plausibly be dropped. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he put in anything today that would realistically show me that he deserves to start the next game. Yeah, I mean, I would say when Mario or like when no more, you know? Come on. Oh my god. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I think Come on, just looking us. more Trust. looking more yeah. broadly, the team got very few touches in the opposition box. Um, yep. It's quite a slow one in that sense. People are talking about Gallardo in the chat. I will say this. Oh. Look, his Gallardo's shot was abysmal. I, I, I don't yeah, personally. I, know, I don't even know what the hell that player. was. I yeah. do not think that a professional player should be doing anything of that variety. Mm -hmm. He had the pace, he gets on through, and then just, it, it's nowhere near the goal. It's going away from goal. The shot, yeah, that's impressive. really. Impressive. It, it was impressive just how poor it was. Who set the car alarm off, says Albert? Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, I think. Rakovsky did not do himself any favors for the idea that he should be starting any real games tonight. Um, I understand there's always a, a willingness to rotate players on times a little bit, especially the goalkeepers who get these midweek games. They don't get many games. They maybe get four over the course of a season. But I don't think that Rakovsky did his stock any good tonight in what was... Yeah, no. I mean, the the miscommunication with Fonmayor, particularly on the second goal, was incredibly costly. Um, I, I, th I, I think the interesting thing, right, is like we talk about Rocco time time again being a, from a stature, from a high perspective, being a smaller goalkeeper. Rakowski has a bit more of that height. For that difference, you can noticeably tell how small he controlled the box today. And it's such a, it's something where, I'm not saying the extra, you know, three, four inches, whatever will matter in the grand scheme of things. But my word, like that shows you a goalkeeper who is not starting week in, week out. And why Rocco was the un, seemingly unquestioned 
starter coming into the season because he just has a command of this box and you see the drop off. Yes, Sack is a very is a better offensively talented team than a lot of other teams that Rising may play on a given day, but it's just noticeable. You're not seeing those goals go in in the manner that they are against Rocco. No, no, you're not. Now, ooh, who else am I going to point to? I tell you what, I'll say this one, and I want to say this one with a lot of respect on the player in question, because Kevin Lambert has put in performances at a very high level for a long period of time for this team, and I think that on the on the whole, deserves definitely his position as one of the leaders on this team. But the decision he made in the second half to commit what ultimately proved an unpunished foul. That's crazy. And he's That's incredibly crazy. lucky that it went unpunished because yeah. I think it was, when you watch the replays back, he's got a bit of arm around him. Yep. He does go in on the guy and he's nowhere near the ball whatsoever. Oh. Um, and, and I also think in that position, he's plausibly getting sent off if it's given. I don't I see mean, the yeah. defenders who are tracking back alongside are to me too far away to have been able to do anything to prevent a shot from coming off. Um, I don't, uh, I, 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 yeah, again, I just don't think those defenders are getting between him and the goal at any period in that, unless the guy decides to just stop and wait for him to catch up. Um, so you are 4 0 down in the second half. As a leader on a team like that, you have to yeah. make better decisions. You cannot risk putting your team not only in the lurch in this game, but also for the next game, when this game is realistically already gone. Okay? There is no point in taking a risk of a needless red card in that kind of a situation when you know you have another game coming up on the weekend. This wasn't it. Look, sometimes those uh, denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity red cards are things that you take. They're things that you take because you know late in the game your team needs it. They can't afford to concede another goal. You are 4 0 down. That's not the problem. That is not not a concern. (laughs) The problem there is the suspension that would come with the red card. And you just need better judgment in that case. Far better judgment. Yeah, no, I that was, and he is incredibly, incredibly. I don't, I don't understand. The Elvis Asmanovic did not give that. Very fortunate. Yeah, I mean, I know you got a bit more IFAB in us than I do, but I, I just don't get how that's not, uh, not something like that's. I say it's a foul. foul. I, I, I I don't, I don't see it. I, I do see going in. Pat's chat in the comment as well. I say this is Harvey's worst game in a rising uniform. You know, it's. One of those things, I can't really name you a player that did well tonight. So No, um, I don't think anyone did well tonight. I don't – I mean, I don't disagree. Uh, yeah, I mean, for Carlos Harvey, a man who we're often saying is the man of the match uh, in many of our post-game shows, uh, yeah, definitely did not cover himself in glory. I think he also – a bit, bit sloppy in touches. Uh, definitely, I think, right, maybe not to the extent that Kev Lambert did, but he – Kind of let his aggression get the best of him, and right, lucky he was even not given a yell in, in a certain instance. But hey, you know, I, I think it's one of those games we're going to dwell on it tomorrow. We're going to recap it a bit further, kind of dissect it. But I don't, I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, from, I'm curious from your perspective, and I'm curious to get the chat's perspective as well. From a team mentality, you want to be able to learn from this match, and you want to be able to say like, hey, where do we go wrong, and like, let's make sure this doesn't happen again. But then you also have to balance, like, listen, man, we can't dwell on this. We have a match on Saturday. We are a must win, according to our our manager, our coach on air. It's a must win. 
we got to wash this, flush it down the drain and move on. Absolutely. I understand that. Now, it's difficult. It's difficult because when you're looking at this as a team, you're going to look at things you want to improve. But again, there were so many things that just the fundamentals were just going wrong in that first half. They're going to have to work on certain things. But then, I mean, okay, if we talk about things like goalkeeper defender communication, right? That's something that cost rising on the second goal. Definitely. Yes, it's simple. It's textbook. But in this case, what you're looking at is Patrick Rakowski and Alejandro Fuenmayor. At least one of those we would not anticipate will play on Saturday. Presumably, Rocco Rios Novo is going to start the game on Saturday, as was expected. The little rotation that ends up with the backup goalkeeper getting the game on a Wednesday is not going to apply on Saturday. And so you can sit there and say, well, we need to work on that maybe. But it's it's different players. And I don't think we've seen quite the same miscommunication. Even if we have seen miscommunications at the back, I think overall this team really does need to work on communication, let's be fair. We look at the last couple of games, actually. Crutzen, Crutzen um, on the on the one with uh, trying to play it across to uh, yeah, Kevin Lambert cool. against yep. Colorado Springs. You look even at the prior game to that against Miami FC when you have... Uh, there's Donnell King's positioning his way off. There's no one outside. Um, there's also no one stepping to a player who's running far, far too, too lot bigger distance. Um, Certainly. I mean, beyond that, I I don't really know what the immediate short-term fixes are. Uh, well, I, I think what would two you fixes, suggest, I'm, Max? I'm, I'm seeing two fixes. First one in the chat. I mean, seeing Ed, Edward's comment, I would simply do more soccer plays if I were them. Thank you, Edward. Pretty good analysis. And number two, a solution maybe at least help in the meantime. Devin, OGs are in need after this game. Absolutely. OGs are in need. After a match like this, I'm certainly turning to their nice Indica vibes there. I'm a Creams man myself. So I'm turning to those OGs, the Creams edition. Uh, you know, maybe even a little limited action if you're feeling frisky, which sure am. Uh, the Indica is going to very much chill out after couple beers at Valley Taproom and uh, yeah, very much trying to wash this game away, man. It's a weird taste in my mouth. OGs does not leave a weird taste in my mouth because they are freaking phenomenal. Check them out on Instagram at OGs Brands. Find them online at OGsBrands.com to check them out at a dispensary near you. And of course, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Yeah. Yourself a favor, take some OGs after this match. If you need to, you know, maybe uh, quench your thirst after those OGs, check out our friends at Circle K. Circle K will help you guys be feeling a little bit better. Uh, you know, gives you another nice taste of them out there um, with their nice polar pops, right? You text PHNX to 31310. Yeah, not one, but two polar pops for the price of one. Again, text PHNX to 31310 to get a buy one, get one free. Polar Pop, again, super simple. Literally just use your fingers, type them into your iPhone or an Android if you're that type of person. No judgment, some judgment. But again, one more time. PHNX, text it to 31310. For buy one, one free. Polar Pop, lower friends of Circle K, the snacks, the drinks, everything like that. Check them out. Freaking fantastic. Thank you to our friends at Circle K, the official thirst shop. PHNX. So, one thing that people were asking higher up in the chat and I think should yeah. be addressed Darius Formella. I can't tell you for certain if he will be available for selection on Saturday. I can Sorry, tell what? you, what? I can tell you, he was physically what? present here tonight. I, well, I, I don't know the answer to that one. I'm afraid. Why do you not know the answers? You know, you know everything. Come on, dude. He was physically present here tonight, wearing a rising yeah. kit, sitting next to uh, Carlos Anguiano in the stand. Okay. Okay. So yes. he was here with the team today. 
Um, so you would imagine if he's made the trip, that Wednesday's a, well, Saturday, sorry, is a real possibility. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, well, that's good enough. Um, I know we're, like I said, I know we kept alluding to, the, to this. We're going to talk about this match further. Do you have anything else about this match that you got to get off your chest for Lubana? Really, anything else at this point? <laughs> people want to look at the fair. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. G- oh, give people a look at the lights over there. There we go. go on, I'll, I'll move myself around a little bit, actually, for the remainder of this show, okay. maybe. Get a bit of a, uh, see if we can get the. The bright oh, lights gosh. of the fair in the background. That's you see really it? all right there. That is really yeah. all right there. There's wow. so much going on over there. That is a lot going on out there. That's something. Uh, okay, well, let's see. I got a couple questions for you uh, to, again, change the subject to anything about this match. Uh, USA, uh, Netherlands, uh, were you able to... I have to be honest yeah. and say I was not able to watch it for the very simple okay. reason as I had a game that kicked off at eight to cover in person. Um, I wasn't sure if you saw the first episode. I, I did not, unfortunately. Okay. See, that the, this is the thing. Because it's all taking part with the state fair over here as well. It also took a good little while to get through the traffic to get here and get yeah. into the stadium. Oh, I'm so oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. You were busy covering the game while I was busy doing my job too, drinking beers at Valley Tapper. Yeah, okay. I know. You were, you I get were how, working so hard. I get how beers. I'm a man Valley of the people. Tapper. I'm so sorry. But okay, well, well let, let's done. answer this. No, don't, don't. There is no rumor because there, it was fulfilled. How dare you? Don't even go. Rumor don't has even, it. There will be There will be a uh, little uh, social media contest where the first person to what? do something in the morning when I tweet it will be able to redeem fuck, one beer from Max. The fuck it. I do not consent. I it's happening. Agree. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> no. I also well, it's going to get tweeted anyway, so I mean. I will delete it. I will delete it. No, no, you won't. Okay. I, anyway, I will. Okay, give me give me a rating on Oppenheimer. Saw it in theaters. What do you think? Come on. It was good. I thought it was a good movie. Very good movie. Fair. Um, the cinematography was very good. Uh, I was watching something that felt like it was a lot more joined up than the football I got to watch tonight. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. Uh, so, you better you have a question? No, he didn't. Even... <laughs> Did someone have a question there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, there we go. Another of our big fans there in the background. Had a good time at Valley Tap Room. Sam, what's up? He's, he's waving. <laughs> For those of you who listen to the show, it's a fun time, fun, fun time here at Valley Tap Room again. Shout out everyone. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, you know, it, it's really a damper. We come to these watch parties like, man, let's go get fired up, and you're drinking, and like, don't get me wrong, the beers are flowing, but they were out of commiseration by the end. So, uh, shout out better next just... time. Oy, 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 oy. It's just one of those things where when, when that's what you see in the first half, you kind of sit down for a second 45 of football. And you just look at it and say, what are you taking from this anymore? No one's enjoying it. Unless yeah, you're no, the that's... team that's winning 4-0. No one's yeah. enjoying it. And you just kind of like, yeah. well, it's, it's kind of over. Or, or, or unless you're the bookies who stole all my money, uh, which classic. That's that's on me for betting on this. Uh, I should know better. And Max, um, you don't but... bet on football. You're never good at betting on football. I did I, I, I picked I pick a draw on the USA Netherlands match, so here we go. But uh, yeah, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna call an end to this podcast. It's it's late. Yes. We, we, said we were gonna we were saying gonna make this a quick one, and we went over half an hour. This is way too long for us, especially. I got a four pack but, in the hotel room waiting for me. Yeah, you do four peaks, of course. Well, we yeah. appreciate you guys. I wish it was four peaks. To be fair, no four peaks out there. Um, okay. No, no, not that I could. Uh, availability is what it is, but hey, appreciate you guys joining us here on the PHNX Rising. Post game show, Mike. Word. This was the longest one. 
literally in the history of ever. Um, we will be back tomorrow doing our normal thing and all that stuff. I'll uh, be in we- a different place. Yeah, yeah, you seriously will. All right, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore underscore as because double the underscore. Double the fun. Gosh. But not uh, tonight. But yeah, not tonight. Yeah, Definitely double the fun. Uh, gosh. Uh, yeah, no, that was unconvincing. Understandably, you can follow me on Twitter at Max Evans. Follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans18. Appreciate everyone. Um, it's going to be a show tomorrow. Can't guarantee it's going to be a fun one, but you should tune in regardless. Uh, but, you know, remember, it is the beautiful game, but it's so much more beautiful. You don't get freaking blown out 4 0 on the road. Have a good night.